Welcome to Why Knowledge Matters. In this special Christmas episode, I will talk to Father Joachim Osterman to ask him about what Christmas is, its significance, and also what special gifts you might want to give to your very loved ones. Enjoy. Father Joachim, so great to see you again. Nice to be back. And this time it's about the very special topic, obviously Christmas. So what does Christmas mean? It means that God became one of us. <laughs> this is really, it's, it's, it's really kind of mind-blowing. We, we can easily, when people of faith can usually imagine that they experience God in some shape or form in another person, somebody who's particularly good, particularly holy, or even just the beauty of nature, or there's the grace of a very, very generous act. But to actually imagine God becoming one of us and really meeting us eye to eye and talking to us, caring for us, loving us in a relationship of mutual dependence. That is what is so mind-blowingly different about Christian faith. And not just, you could kind of imagine that if you had like your own religion, you could imagine kind of like a holy person suddenly appearing, walking out of a desert or landing in a spaceship or something like that, coming from far away, suddenly being there. But not, not just that, but God came to us as a little child. I mean, we think that little baby Jesus was already God and no power. <laughs> Like any other baby, in no power, completely dependent on human fellowship, human companionship, nourishment, uh, being brought up. But this humility and this love and willingness to make oneself dependent, this is what is so completely, uh, it's almost incomprehensible. In a way, it doesn't make sense how God could still be God while coming to us as a little child. But that our relationship as a Christian people with God is like that, that it's not simply the all-powerful almighty God high up in the sky, but also God with us in our dependence, smallness, humility, all of that. Um, that is really quite, <laughs> that is Christmas. So really getting your, wrapping your head around that. And Christmas in the middle of winter, it also tells us when we possibly feel the most alone, lonely, isolated, because of coldness and snow, um, the shortness of days, that there's hope coming into our lives when we need it the most. That too is Christmas, this hope that when we are small and humble, we are not alone, we are not abandoned by God, but indeed God comes to us and shares all of that with us. That's really the beauty of Christmas. That's what makes it such a beautiful holiday and so very important. So in one sentence, what is the significance then, just to nail it down in one sentence of Christmas? The humility of God, the love of God. I guess it's two sentences, <laughs> or two fragmentary sentences. 
the significance of Christmas in one sentence, uh, God is with us. And God is with us as our brother. That's the way we put it. Yeah, that's beautiful. And with Christmas, there comes so much more to it. Obviously, we meet especially with loved ones, with friends and colleagues, which is so exciting. I guess for most people, really, the most beautiful time of the year. You know, it gets very cozy. It gets, yeah, just beautiful. Well, yes and no, because I, I remember a priest once starting an Advent homily saying, you know what people, everybody hates Christmas. <laughs> and everybody was laughing. And we knew, everybody knew what he meant. But he was like speaking of a homeless shelter. He worked in a homeless shelter. And in this homeless shelter, everybody hated Christmas because, because for the very obvious reason that it, the expectations were so overblown and uh, people had this, and like if you know families coming together at Christmas time, uh, suddenly everybody thinks they have to be the best behavior and they have all these conflicts. So yes, Christmas is a beautiful holiday and it's a wonderful time to share uh, your love with loved ones. And uh, most, of, almost all of my Christmases have been wonderful experiences and most people look forward to Christmas and celebrate it but keep your expectations in check. So enjoy Christmas, celebrate it, be happy. But if it goes wrong, don't, don't, don't worry about it too much. So this is what he, when you want to reduce your Christmas stress level, relax. <laughs> Just it's, it's a holiday, it's meant to be enjoyed. Remember that uh, you're celebrating the birth of Christ, the foundation of Christian faith. Remember that, and especially when your holiday doesn't meet up to expectations, remember that uh, God is with you. <laughs> I hope that helps. Well, it's and, a beautiful holiday. And this is really like the expectation, as you just said, is usually very high. And obviously, if we yeah. put our expectation very high, it also gets usually very hard to actually attain these expectations. Now, what? why is it that people get so stressed out. I think it's not just because people like stuff, but it's also because they really want to be a very genuine and loving person to their yes. very loved ones. So yes. it's... <laughs> it's almost good intentions that get us into trouble. So we want to be the most loving people <laughs> and to be loved the most, but it's, just, it's often quite difficult. And uh, so you, this is part of Christmas because... When people fight, it's typically it's because um, they can't get the love for each other properly arranged in such a way that expectations are, are, are manageable. I mean, some people are just bad, but if it's if it's good people who are fight, that's often misunderstandings and stuff like that, and just or some old hurts that haven't been reconciled. So you have to be willing to accept that. So in order to really celebrate Christmas. You cannot find what you seek, the perfect love in your best friend, your spouse, your parent, your child. Um, you can only find the perfect love in God himself. So you can experience, and you must experience love from those close to you to be a happy, healthy human being. But really, you have to also be able to recognize that any love you get from the people in your life will be finite, will be imperfect, 
and it will be full of misunderstandings <laughs> and may lead to conflicts that you can't control any longer. Um, you have to be able to accept that, still see the love and remember the love of God. So if you have a Christmas and you start up fighting with a person you love very much, remember that God loves both of you so much that he made himself dependent as, if, as a little child on weak and failing human people like you and me. So this is how I, when I have struggles uh, at holidays or in, in daily life with people who, uh, who love me and who care deeply about me, I remind myself that the love of God is greater and in the love of God, I can move beyond the conflicts. So Christmas has to remain a religious holiday. I mean, we say keep Christ in Christmas. You have to remember that it's the love of Christ that lets us love our loved ones at Christmas time in a very special and very real way, even when we fight. So even when Christmas goes badly and people misbehave, if you remember that Christ loves us, then you can accept the conflict and still love the other person. Does that make any sense? Yeah, and uh, I just like the, the way you actually phrased it, that we have to go beyond that and especially all, also beyond the fact that other humans can't really give us what we might need and we only find it in the love of God. And in this case... Perfection. Right. The perfection of it. So we, we, have, we need love from human people. So we can't just live on the love of God alone. Well, maybe we can, but normally we are dependent on friends, on family, on people who love us, who care about us. So all these human contacts are extremely important. And having being Christmas, being alone at Christmas can be very difficult. And it's very hard because we are human beings. We need human companionship. But we have to remember human companionship will never be perfect. So the trouble with Christmas is when we think our human companionship will be perfect. It won't be perfect. The love of God is perfect, but our human love experience at Christmas time, that has a bit of conflict too and a bit of failing, but you have to accept those difficulties with a sense of joy. And this joy you can have by knowing the perfect love is found in Christ. But I also need the imperfect love, including the conflicts. And to have, you know, such a beautiful Christmas, usually we think that we also need some gifts. And and that's why I want to ask you, Father, what is the perfect gift for Christmas? Because a lot of people always struggle, you know, on that. You know, that causes a lot of stress because we want to have the best gifts. Mm -hmm. And usually, yeah. Um, so Christmas gifts, that's a long story. So when you're a child, it's easy. Uh, when you're a child, then a beautiful toy is what you want. And Christmas is beautiful. As adults, it gets more complicated because we have many material possessions and you really have to know what is it that you can share with a person you love. So the better you know a person, the better gifts you can make. And, um, It really depends on the individual. So for me personally, I mean, I, um, I don't usually make 
Christmas gifts because I'm, I'm an adult and I made Christmas gifts, my nieces and nephews, uh, my godchildren uh, when they were little. And that was all very important to me to find a nice toy they could play with and bring some joy to their lives. When it comes to adults, um, if you happen to be able to bake cookies, <laughs> that's a nice gift. Or if you can pick a nice bottle of wine and somebody likes wine, that's another nice gift. So things people can eat and enjoy are good gifts. So bringing enjoyment is a good gift. So anything that brings joy to another person's life is a wonderful gift. And for really making a perfect gift, you have to know the person and you have to know your relationship with them. So this year, it's not really a Christmas gift, but when I, um, I wrote a book, as you know, and it's about the life of Francis, remembering Francis, making sense of modern life. And it just happened to be finished um, in the fall of this year and was just published. So I sent one copy of this book to all of my nieces and nephews, all seven of them. So I thought that it kind of, it's, it's not really a Christmas gift because it just happens to be at, in time for Christmas, but I wanted them to have this book. And I thought maybe at Christmas time, when they have time to reflect, uh, free time, a pause in the life, quiet time, maybe they have time to read and maybe they have time to learn a little bit about what the life of Francis, of Franciscan friars is like and why really Christ still matters as more than an excuse for having Christmas celebrations. So really, in that case, it might be a gift that allows my nieces and nephews to understand their uncle's life a little bit better. So I think a good gift is anything that brings you into closer relationship with that person, where the material gift becomes just a means to show another person I care about you, and I know that you care about me. And if a gift strengthens this bond, then it's been a beautiful gift. In that sense, I hope that my book will do that, that the <laughs> um, next generation in my family will help them a little bit better to understand why Christmas is so important to me as a religious holiday and not just the chance to meet family. Because I won't meet my family. I'm in Canada. My family is in Germany. My Franciscan family will be with me. But, um, but still, in this way, I'm present at their Christmas celebration as well. And I think that gift works pretty well for that. And we also have actually a recommendation. And as you have uh, books, I think books are always beautiful. Uh, recommendations and I think from why knowledge matters we have like here a wonderful book the power of mindful learning by Alan J. Langer who was actually the first tenured female professor at Harvard University and she's still uh, teaching at Harvard so this is definitely a book that I think anyone can find joy because I think really living is really also at the same time learning and as a last question, Father, what do you do or what is your favorite activity at Christmas? You know, let's say 24th and 25th. What do you do usually? I'm really curious to know. My favorite activity at Christmas is eating wonderful food <laughs> and drinking nice wine with it. I'm a Franciscan buyer. So the... Um, of course, I'm a priest, so uh, the liturgies are very important to me, and the Christmas liturgy, um, the prayer, um, but really the fellowship is the most important part about it. So being together with people, celebrating together. So it's important to remember at Christmas time those people who are alone and to pray for them as well. 
And um, so whatever fellowship you have, just appreciate to be reminded how important it is to us to have family, friends, Franciscan brothers, uh, sisters, and so on in our community, to have this sense of community that we belong together. So go to church. Um, some people just um, consider it a, a habit to go to church at Christmas time, and it doesn't mean much to them any longer. But just the experience of celebrating Christmas together with so many people, and just the experience of everybody coming together in a like if you live, if you happen to live in a small town or a small village everybody being together in this in, in one church uh, wishing each other uh, a merry christmas the experience of be, of togetherness of oneness with christ in this little baby jesus <laughs> this is really the most beautiful part about it i think this is a great uh, tip and you know why not i think that's beautiful just so go to church at okay. christmas time and uh, enjoy it i think it's we'll very special yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it's also always i think it's nice because there's much more people there too i think uh, it's somehow it attracts people back into the church exactly father it has been such a pleasure uh, for this very first part of our small series during christmas and See you soon. Thank you so much. See you soon. Thank you. God bless. Father Joachim Ostermann.